Aloha nui kako, Avelina mai i keia puana, puana, i keia pukana o keia wahi podcast, oi ho i o Munkai Things the podcast. Uh, no laila i keia la e kuka kuka, vehe vehe, ha i o lelo paha, um, e piliana e, i elua maumea. Uh, oi ho i o kalaku o koa, a me na hanana pili me kalaku o koa i keia makahiki. A e kuka kuka ana kako e piliana i ke kumu lipo a ke kahi ninao i ninao aku maiau i keia hopena pule aku nei. No laila. Uh, so today we are talking about laku okoa and all of those lovely things. And then we are also talking about um, the kumu lipo. Okay? So... I have been, I like, have been wanting to make a podcast, but just like not in the vibe to make a podcast, which is weird for me because the whole reason I started the podcast, if you, you know, kind of have been following along since the beginning, is because I love to talk shit. (laughs) I love to talk shit. And if you're wondering, yes, I do think gossip is an important community building tool. Um, But anyway, (laughs) back to what I was saying. Uh, so La Kuokoa. Let's talk about La Kuokoa real fast. If you don't know about La Kuokoa, you already know I'm going to tell you to go educate yourself because that's not my job. But if you need a quick refresher like I do all the time and, you know, I trip out. OK, because um, everybody has their own niche like area of Ike and understanding. Right. Like everybody has something that they're into learning about everybody. Well, not everybody, but I mean, like not everyone's gonna know everything right and like for me my 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 spaces that i find my passion and my iini in are spaces of our kupuna and spaces of tradition and ritual and old school stuff um why was i talking about this because when i became okay so if you know my journey of teaching haha he he because i started off as a olala hawaii kumu so first of all I my dream for the longest time was to be a Hawaiian studies teacher. So like Hawaiian culture, Hawaiian history, um, all of that kind of stuff. I don't know why people always lump Hawaiian studies and Hawaiian language together because yes, I can teach both. Do I want to teach both? No, I wasn't not setting out to be an Olala Hawaii teacher. When I got hired at the school that I got hired at right after I left teaching school, graduated from teaching school to get my teacher's license um i was told that i would be teaching in a different capacity more of like a hawaiian studies um what was the term that they use like a a cultural advisor to the school um and like teaching hawaiian culture and hawaiian history to the keiki k through eight uh it definitely ended up being more uh not more it was 100 a hawaii job um and I was in charge of teaching the kids Hawaiian language from kindergarten through eighth grade. And of course, you know me, I throw in lots of history and culture and stuff in between. Uh, but it was like a language they were really going for. Hawaiian language was, was what they wanted. So they really should have just hired for a Hawaiian language teacher. But anyway, um, so that happened. And then the pandemic happened. So the next year, I ended up teaching social studies for middle school. Like, you know, lots of things got moved around. Charter schools are like that. Budget cuts all the time whatever so i got moved around to social studies and then i was like legit teaching these eighth graders u.s government and it was so hard for me bro it was so hard for me okay if you've listened to anything that i've said or seen anything on my page you totally understand why that's hard for me um so i had to literally teach myself 
all of that stuff because I didn't pay attention whatsoever in middle school, high school, any of those classes. Literally, I would turn my brain off and my ears off and be like, this does not apply to me. Uh, so it was really hard. I had to teach myself and then I had to learn how to swallow that and regurgitate it back to my 12 year olds. You know what I mean? So learning all of that and then learning about this time in our history Sorry, all of this is like context, but learning out of that and then learning about this time in our history, which was super heavily influenced by Western and Christian, you know, missionary vibes. Um, I just want you guys to all know that when we read these stories and retell these stories, one, it's only one version or many versions that have been passed down that have become this version. Um, and then two, just take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Because there's so many perspectives so many important things that go down that we're only we only get to see like the historians and then a lot of the time it's not even the historian's account it's the fucking translation of the historian's account that we read that is almost always wrong in at least one or a few ways right because you can't like that's the whole thing about hawaiian culture right people always ask me like oh i think i've been asked this quite a few times like what's the most important thing to understanding Hawaiian culture about you, like that you think or something? And my answer is always the same. If you don't understand Olelo Hawaii, you can't fully get the culture. And it's sad because I know that a lot of our people have not been um, afforded the privilege to learn Olelo Hawaii and, you know, generational trauma, totally get all of that. But it to me, that's a really core truth is that there's so much kauna to like, Olalo Hawaii and in the Hawaiian perspective and how Hawaiians see the world that if you don't understand Olalo, it's really difficult to fully grasp the culture and the essence of what's going on. So Laku Oko'a. Okay, I, t- I say all of this, you know, because context, okay? So Laku Oko'a is talking about the time when Kawi Keauli sends um, Timoteo Ha'alilio as well as William Richards to... The United States, I think William Richards went to the United States and then Timoteo went to Britain and France, those European places, and basically um, got the Anglo-Franco proclamation nailed down, which was the official recognizing of Hawaii's independence, of Hawaii's independence. So like I always say, we had lots of like verbal agreements and we had lots of treaties and stuff like that with different countries around the world that solidified our independence and 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 supported our independence and supported our sovereignty um but this was like the official proclamation from uh europe and the and the united states that hawaii was an independent country hawaii was a sovereign state everybody should leave them alone and almost saying like they would back us up if shit went down so La Kuokoa, La Hoihoi, both really great days for us to remember and continue to celebrate so that our keiki can know the mo'olelo of these amazing people. I remember that first time when Kealo Pico, I think it was Kealo Pico, came out with that Timoteo Ha'alilio shirt, and I was like, who is that? And I had no idea, and I was in college, and I learned about that story. Um, or I think I, I learned about La Kuokoa in, in high school, actually, but... Um, I had no idea what Timoteo Ha'alilio looked like. So, mahalo kialo pico for that beautiful piece. Because I think it's so important. You know, I always talk about, like, like in Coco, where we repeat our kupuna's names and it brings life to them. And it gives them, you know, I always say it gives them mana. It's feeding. 
mana. And if you come to my Ho'omana Hawaii class on Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, link is in my link is in my bio to sign up for my Patreon. So if you come to that class, then you will learn a little bit about um, that reciprocal relationship and all of that kind of stuff and like feeding mana to different things and that. Okay, I'm getting really distracted and sidetracked today. I feel like I have like a million things in my brain going on. So just hang in there with me, guys. Um, 11.28 on the actual day of La Kuoko'a, we are having the Makeke at Uncle Daniel's house, the farm in Ka'alu'u. If you've never been there, um, go check out his page. I think he should have the address up or we'll be posting it soon. It's in Ka'alu'u. It's a beautiful piece of land. Um, I will have brand new gibbets as well as the old gibbets i'll have a brand new design on a blanket and pareo from kehau noel i will have kanaka small business owner sweaters and shirts i will have two brand new keiki designs as well as the neon high-vis long sleeve uh honolulu cnc crooks and colonizers and the last thing that i'm going to bring with me to that that's brand new is a new set of camo lakeke so these will be Lakuokoa themed. They will be one of a kind. Um, and I will have those for sale in addition to the two other vests I had from the other market. So that's coming up. 1218. You heard it here first. In December, we will be having a huge market in Kualoa on East Side. That's all I'm going to say right now. I can't wait to share the rest with you folks. Um... I think that's it. So let's talk about Kumulipo for a little bit, okay? So I was asked this question this morning and it launched us into this amazing conversation and I just wanted to share a little bit of it with you guys because we were talking about Kumulipo, okay? So the question asked was, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Time old question, you know what I mean? But it was the conversation that came after that really got me thinking. So we started to think about, so I I was like, period, the egg. I know, I don't, don't waste any more of my time. The egg fucking came first. And just for a little bit of context, this is my 65-year-old mom I'm having this conversation with, okay? So she, I'm like, the egg, come on. And she's like, "What? Do you, how are you so sure? What do you mean? And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, when you look back at the Kumulipo, right, you see that almost like the Big Bang, too. Like, to me, the fact that they kind of line up, okay, is like kako'o, okay? So evolution right you start off with like that primordial slime that that bacteria that 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 fucking evolves into like a bigger bacteria that's more complicated and you know like over millions and billions of years those things evolve into like animals and then the animals like evolve into us right so kumulipo is like to me telling the same story because you start off in pole start off with vale vale which is literally that fucking primordial slime bro and then you talk about how in traditional times another word for vaimakalehua or menstruation is vale vale and you think about how in the kumulipo our kupuna used the term vale vale to describe the matter that everything in the universe is made out of okay Everything in the universe comes from Po. Everything in the universe is made from Vale Vale. And Vahine's Vaimakalehua, Vahine's menstrual cycle, which is tied intrinsically with the moon. Okay? Just get your mind wrapped around all of these different tentacles, these Ave Ave right now. That is the same term that our Kupuna would use. So to me, it's like, 
how the fuck could Christian people come here? How the fuck could missionaries come here and tell us your period is gross? That's defiling. That's how Mia and tell us that how Mia was like a dirty, nasty word and thing. And that vahine during that time. Right. Because we think about KKKKK. Just go with me down this path for a second. So the man that I'm with now is very supportive and sensitive of Vahine's Vaimakalehua. And that's something that's really new to me. I've never been with a man that is so like um, open and comfortable and supportive of Vahine in that way. And But it, it's really important to me. And I swear I fucking manifested this man, okay? Because I think it's super important for us to restore mana and... Um, yeah, that's like the only way I can say it. Like we need to restore mana to our vahine, okay? Because we have vahine in domestic relation, domestic violent relationships. We have single mommies that are out here all by themselves with no fucking village, you know, like nobody. We have young girls that are in school, like hiding their tampon bag because they're scared that people are going to make fun of them for literally having a human body function, you know, like, I think it's super important for us to destigmatize, normalize, and embrace and glorify and, like, more than normalizing, like, honoring women's bodies as these fucking portals between pole and the world that we live in. You're welcome, period. Um, but anyway, so, where was I going with all of this? Because, okay, 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 okay. So, in traditional time, our kupuna would go to the halepe'a, right? When it's time for vaimokalehua time, you go. You just go, girl, into the mountain. You go do your thing. And then, so my mom and I were talking about this too. And I was like, who watches the kids? So was it like an old woman that couldn't have children anymore that just watches all the period people's babies? Because if you're in a village, are you guys all cycling at the same time? You know what I mean? These are the kind of things I think about, okay? Um... So traditionally, you go to the Halepe'a, right? And then Christianity comes, Western influence comes, and they're like, oh, God, yeah, get rid of those women. Stick them in the fucking forest. Who cares? Nobody wants to see them till they're done and clean and pure. Um, and that's how they saw it, probably. You know what I mean? And, and, and that could have been a cultural um, difference. But that's how they saw it. And so... I think restoring that physical space, that physical boundary, literally to me, that was like, you guys, okay, when I was in college, I used to say that I believe that it's because Kane couldn't handle the mana, almost in a jokingly way, but like, dude, the more that I like think about this and ruminate on it and, and speak about it and, and live it and be about it, I'm like, I really truly believe I, I do, you guys. I really believe it. I believe that it's like Vahine have, it's at that time, it's just a lot of power and it's like just not meant to be and like ku and hina. You know what I mean? Like kapu, not kapu. I don't know. That's just my monotone on this. I'm getting very carried, very far carried away. But anyway, the chicken or the egg. So, uh,. You know, it's like a rep, the primordial sludge goes into the, turns into bacteria. The bacteria turns into like a cell anemone or amoeba. That's what it's called. The amoeba turns into like a fucking, I don't know, like a slug. The slug turns into 
a reptile. The reptile gives birth to an egg one day that is like an anomaly egg and then the chicken comes out. I mean, it's not that like, you know, easy, step one, step two, step three, but like, you know what I mean? And to me, that's like this. Okay. So growing up, I hated science. I fucking hated science. I hated science. I hated math. My right brain, I think that's the one... (laughs) was all about like language and writing and reading and and creative spaces so science and math was a really yuck shitty place for me um and you know what that's okay I think it's so shitty that we force all of our kids to like know everything like I don't know in traditional times you 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 get one thing that you're good at that your family's good at that you know how to be good at that you like hopefully and you spend the rest of your life doing it and and you don't have to worry about five million things because you're just doing that one thing right instead of trying to fucking jack of all master of none everything like everybody in the western world is always trying to shove as many things as we can into a day but anyway um what were we talking about (laughs) kumulipo chicken and the egg same thing backs it up and i had a realization this morning that it's not no i still don't like science but it's like um native science indigenous science is there another word for science that we can use because that just has a gross connotation and it leaves a nasty taste in my mouth so when you guys listen to these podcasts do you feel like we're sitting in a room and just talking story but it's just me talking because that's what it feels like these are the things that go on in my mind all day and sometimes i choose to share them with you and then call it a podcast so that's that I hope you have a, a lovely, what was this, like 10 minutes sitting here listening to me drone on about the Kumulipo and how it's so same to science and how science backs it up and how beep, beep, boop, boop, ba, ba, And this was all over the place. But if you're still listening to this, I love you and I appreciate you. See you at the Makeke. Ahui ho, kako.